Welcome back to this week's episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya. Thank you for joining us on this journey as we continue our Ignite series. So how to ignite your prayer life. We started out with intimacy, growth, newness, and we're continuing that acronym. And today we're going to talk about intentionality, how to be intentional in prayer. So I'm going to give you five ways to be intentional with your prayer life. So we're going to jump right in. First way is to focus on praise and worship. So when you are praying, even when you're going throughout your day, focus on giving God praise, focus on worshiping the Lord, whether you're having a good day or a bad day, you can begin to give God praise wherever you are. And that may sound cliche to you, but it's so true. It's so important. Sometimes it's just good to stop and tell the Lord, I love you. God, you're awesome. I thank you. You're so good. Your mercy endures. You are wonderful. You are mighty. You are amazing. Amen. So times when I'm driving in my car, just play worship music. If I'm on my job, I'll just worship the Lord. And just sometimes we have to think about his goodness and his grace. Prayer is not always about what we want to get from God, but we have to be able to adore him. We have to be able to tell him how much we love him, how much he means to us. Amen. And so I want to jump right into Psalm chapter 34, where David says, I will bless the Lord at all times. We can pause on that moment because at all times is not just in our feelings or when things are good or when things are bad, but he makes this statement that is so intentional and he declares, I will bless the Lord at all times. And that's a decision that we have to make to bless the Lord. It's something that we decide to do regardless of how we feel. There was a time, I'm gonna share this quick story, where I got into a really, really bad car accident. I may have shared this before. It was several years ago. And I just remember, long story short, it's a powerful testimony. The Lord spared my life. I was on a dark road, uh, just hilly road in the mountains. And the car, you know, slid out of control. It was icy uh, conditions. But anyway, when I got out of the car, I had to actually crawl out of the window. But when I got out of the car, even being completely shooken up, I just remember thanking God. I remember intentionally just trying to get the words, hallelujah, God, you're so good out of my mouth in that moment. I just felt that I wanted to praise God. And so I was in this dark road by myself. I didn't know anybody around. I didn't even know really where I was. And I just remember thinking and thanking God and wanting to thank God and bless him for sparing my life. And so even in the midst of the hardest times, we have to be intentional and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Verse three says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. So to be intentional in prayer, you have to make a decision to bless the Lord. You have to make a decision to praise God, to worship God in spite of circumstances, in spite of situations. Our praise and our worship has to be unconditional. 
And let me tell you why this is so important in prayer, because in prayer, it's a relationship. We are in relationship with God and in relationship, there's always times where you affirm and you just encourage. And it's something that praise and worship does to our hearts. It postures our hearts to begin to think about the goodness of the Lord, not just our circumstances and what we're going through, but praise and worship causes us to think higher, causes us to think about God, not ourselves, not our own weaknesses, not our own strengths, but in the power of the Lord. And so that's why we have to posture ourselves in praise and worship in order to be intentional in prayer. Hallelujah. All right. Second point, you have to make room. So when you are praying, there has to be something in your heart where you prioritize prayer. Prayer has to be a priority in your life. I know that we're all super busy and it's hard sometimes, but we have to be intentional and and so much easier sometimes to be intentional about going to the gym, about getting to work on time. And we have to also be intentional about spending time in prayer. I want us to look at first Colossians chapter one, verse 18. And this is talking about Christ. It says, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things, he may have the preeminence. Preeminence means the fact of surpassing all others. And so this passage lets us know that Christ has to have preeminence in our lives. He has to surpass everything else. We have to place him first and we have to be intentional about doing that. So even when we're trying to be intentional about spending time with our family, hanging out with friends, we have to have a level of intentionality when it comes to prayer and making prayer a priority. One of my favorite verses is in Acts chapter 6. It's a beautiful passage. I encourage you to read it. But I want to pull out Acts chapter 6, verse 4, where the apostles begin to say, we will give ourselves to prayer continuously and to the ministering of the word. So Acts 6, verse 4 says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And when you give yourself to prayer, you make prayer your priority. You make it something that you fully commit to, that you fully give yourself to. And it's not something that just comes if you have time, but you make it a priority. Third point I want to really hone in on, and this is so good. This is so rich. This is such a key strategy in the spiritual realm and in warfare and in seeing fruit from your prayers. And this is to make sure that you're praying effectively. So what you have to do in order to be intentional, you have to grab a hold of the word of God. And when you grab a hold of the word of God, you get key scriptures that you target in prayer. So as you read the Bible, there are key scriptures, key verses that you can hold on to while you are praying. And we've talked about this many times on this podcast about praying the word of God, but being intentional also looks like when you seek the Lord and he puts a specific 
scripture on your heart, a specific passage. And then you take that scripture in prayer and you begin to declare it over your life, declare it over your mind, speak it intentionally in prayer. And for me, what I like to do from time to time is take an actual book of the Bible and let that be the focus for a few weeks. So this month, my focus as of yesterday is Ezekiel. So I was praying and the Lord put Ezekiel on my heart, which is a little interesting for me. Uh, Normally, I've been a little bit more in the New Testament, but this month, my focus is going to be on reading the book of Ezekiel. And so what I like to do is take the whole month. So there's no pressure. I'm going to take that book and just read it and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to just allow the word to go into the depths of my heart and not rush through it. Because when we read the Bible, we have to take our time. It does not count if we just read, but we don't have full understanding of what we read. So what I like to do personally is read, ask myself who, what, when, where, why, right? Like when we're back in school and make sure that I fully get the context of everything that's happening and going on and praying and asking the Holy Spirit to reveal his word to me by revelation and power and application. And so in that process, you're able, I'm able, we're able to grab a hold of key scripture verses that we use and we target in prayer. So the word of God to me is like ammunition. It's like having bullets in your in your gun. You're able to shoot those bullets in the spiritual realm and hold on to the word of God because the word of God has power. So let's zoom into what that looks like. Let's say that you are praying for a family member that is not saved. So to be intentional, you may pray Zephaniah 3 verse 17, which says the Lord is in your midst. He is mighty to save. He is mighty to deliver. He rejoices over you with singing. So I would say, God, I thank you that you're mighty to save. You'll save my loved one. You're mighty to deliver. And I declare, God, that you rejoice over them with singing. And I'll continue to target that specific verse in prayer as I'm praying for my loved ones. So that's where you take the word of God and you apply it to your prayer life and begin to pray and speak it in a way that is so intentional. And so that's what we have to do. Get key scriptures that you target in prayer. All right. Fourth way to be intentional is to remember who God is. This is such a strategy of warfare. You would be surprised. But when you remember who God is to you and who God is and what he's done, it actually is a way that you become more encouraged in your faith and your prayer life is ignited and you can hold on to what God has already spoken. A very good example of this is in Psalm chapter 136. And this whole chapter, they are remembering, David is remembering what the Lord has done. So I want to go through this chapter very quickly because again, this will just show you some ways to pray and to be intentional on remembering what the Lord has done. All right. Psalm 136 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods for his mercy endures forever. 
Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords for his mercy endures forever. And this is going on like a song. And verse four says to him who alone does great wonders for his mercy endures forever to him who by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy endures forever. So even in this passage, they're remembering that God by his wisdom made the heavens. And so even when you're going through your problems and your circumstances, you remember that God made heaven and earth. It just kind of helps to ignite your faith because you realize how big God is in comparison to what we are going through, that nothing is too hard for him, that he can do what seemingly is impossible. Verse six, to him who laid out the earth above the waters for his mercy endures forever. To him who made great lights for his mercy endures forever. The sun to rule by day for his mercy endures forever. The moon and stars to rule by night for his mercy endures forever. Verse 10, to him who struck Egypt in their firstborn. And so it goes through the whole passage and everything that happened in Egypt for the children of Israel. And verse 11 says, and brought out Israel from among them for his mercy endures forever with a strong hand and with an outstretched arm for his mercy endures forever to him who divided the Red Sea in two for his mercy endures forever and made Israel pass through the midst of it. And so this again is bringing into remembrance what the Lord has done. There's another verse, I believe in Lamentations, and it says, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. And so if you are in a situation or a time where you don't know how God is gonna come through for you, you can still hold on to how God came through for you in the past. You can remember what the Lord has done in the past. You can remember the goodness and the grace and the mercy of God and grab a hold of that. Can I tell you that the enemy would love for you to forget who God is and what God has done? And that really was the problem that the children of Israel had because the Lord brought them through the Red Sea. He brought them through all the signs and wonders that happened in Egypt. And then they got to a place where they were still complaining instead of remembering what God had done for them. And this is why we take even communion. It says that we take communion in remembrance of the cross that we remember. And there's so many times in the Bible where the Lord tells them to write things on the tablets of their heart. And that is just a very strong passage or statement to say that you have to remember, engrave this in your heart, get the word of God on the inside of you. Remember what the Lord has done. And this was a part even of the culture that you would teach your children what the Lord did. And so we have to be in remembrance of God and who he is and not allow our current situations or our current circumstances to take us off path and cause us to be complaining and doubtful and feeling like God's not going to come through for us when he's come through for us so many times in the past. Amen. So be intentional, write a list. At the end of the year, I normally like to write out the good things that happened that year and just things that the Lord brought me through. And it's almost like a tablet for me just to remember the goodness of the Lord. And we have to do that sometimes. We have to intentionally 
write down testimonies. Remember when God answered prayer, write down that dream that the Lord spoke to you, write down the time that you went to church and God gave you a specific word for your situation. Put those things on paper. Remember what the Lord has done so you can go back and revisit those things in times where you feel discouraged. Amen. It's important. That is such a critical way to be intentional in your prayer life. Last way, fifth way is to listen to God's voice. You do not want to do all of the talking in prayer, just like in a conversation in person. You want to make sure that you're taking time to listen to the other person. And that's the way it is with God in prayer. He wants to speak back to you. He wants to answer you. He wants to put his peace in your heart. And so as you pray, remember John 10, 27, which says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. And so with that, make sure that you're listening to the voice of God. You're listening to what God is saying. And sometimes that means being completely quiet. Sometimes that means going to God where you have no prayer requests, but you say, Lord, I'm here, I'm present. And I just want to hear if you have anything that you want to say to me. And so of course, God speaks in so many different ways. Um, This might be a little bit of a plug, but in the book that I released and, and published before the promise, there's a chapter on how God speaks. So if you have not purchased that book, it would truly help you. It's called Before the Promise by Latoya Bryant. It's called Before the Promise, Believe in God for What You Have Yet to See. And it is available on Amazon. So make sure you check that book out. Of course, we've talked about how fasting helps you sometimes to hear God's voice. And it's also a way to get more clarity. So if you're facing major decisions, things where you really need to make sure you're hearing clearly from God, definitely listen to our episodes that have to deal with prayer and fasting. So these are your five ways to be intentional in prayer. I pray that it blesses your life. Again, focus on praise and worship, make room, get key scriptures that you target in prayer. Remember who God is, remind yourself, encourage yourself in the Lord. And lastly, intentionally listen to the voice of God by the leading of his spirit. Romans 8, 14 says, as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And so God wants to lead us by his spirit. I pray that you continue to grow in faith. Make sure you join us next week as we continue our Ignite Your Prayer Life series. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Prayers Breathing. You can also check out Awake Christian Clothing. For any faith apparel, we have our Prayer Works Watch and Pray t-shirt Also, special announcement, we have our Prayer is Breathing Retreat, our second edition. Our first prayer retreat was so amazing and powerful, and God moved in such a mighty way. So if you're looking to retreat and just be in the presence of the Lord, join us. This is a ladies retreat. You can register at www.prayerisbreathing.eventbrite.com. For more details, you can also email us at prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. God bless you. God keep you. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week.